jokes and do a podcast about video games. You want to hear a joke? Yes. Knock, knock. Who's there? Yes? Did you forget? Ah, man. Did you seriously forget how a knock-knock joke goes? So, Dylan and I share an office, obviously. And every single person (laughs) that walks in always comes in and they're like, knock, knock. They, like, literally, I don't know what it is, but probably 50% of people that walk into our office, like, fake knock and, like, walk through. They're like, knock, knock. And I always say who's there. And nobody, nobody has ever had a knock-knock joke. And I find that so upsetting. You're opening the door to to an office that's actually already open. Right? Right. And they're... uh, Oh, well. I hear I hear that Priscilla has good knock-knock jokes. She's never offered one, but oh. I hear she has good ones. So. We'll Ooh, see. I don't know if the microphone just picked up my stomach gurgle. <laughs> <laughs> These are real directional. You're probably okay. I had a, I had um, spicy chicken ramen. Oh. And it was Sounds spicy. Dangerous. I, it's dangerous. I'm, yeah. I have never had real ramen. Oh, this wasn't real ramen oh, either. Oh, you had fake it was ramen. A, yeah, I had real ramen You've never had real ramen? Mm-mm. You actually had real ramen. Were you at the mall when you ate that? Like, you had ramen the other day, right? Yes. Were you at the mall? No. Oh. I, from where you checked in, it looked like you were at the mall because I was upstairs seeing How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, no. Yeah. I was down the street at a place oh. called Arashi. Oh. And it's really, really good. If you ever want to do ramen. Do you like ramen? Have uh, you ever had ramen? I've never had ramen. I can't. I think I might have had ramen one time. Okay. Like yeah. real, yeah. I've never had the kind that like didn't come out of a packet. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll go. I've had okay. a lot of noodles, and I just don't know which time I've had what noodles. Eh. I yeah. like the noodles. Though. I like Arashi down near where we live. Really like it. All and right. then there's a place uh, near where we live called Zen. All right. I'm down for I like noodles. It's so good. Are Are they, do they make Some vegetarian nudes? nudes? Yeah, they've got uh, a vegetarian. In. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Some what'd you say? Hot nudes. I love hot nudes. Everyone That's does. That's what I call Noozles. Noozles. <laughs> it's good. Noodlies. All right, welcome to the Bite Me Podcast, episode 119. We are going to talk about some video games today. My name is Adam West. I am Cliff Johnson. The Dylan. Aw. Dylan sounds kind of sad. That's okay. (laughs) We'll cheer you up. We're all sad. Not really. Um, So aside from what we're playing, we're going to cover some news today, some Star Wars stuff, some Days Gone stuff. Uh, we might have a release date and name for the new uh, discless Xbox One. I got to be very careful. <laughs> I was just going to say, careful. Careful. good that. job, Adam. Very careful. Um, what else is on here? Oh yeah, that game Friday the Thirteenth that I thought was kind of just dead done um, is going to be coming, <laughs> coming to the Switch. Uh, Apex Legends, it's pretty popular. Anthem is not, and it's doing bad things to some PS4s. And poor Sony just can't catch a break because the Vita is officially donezo. Rip. Rip. Rip Vita. Uh, plus some questions from our faithful listeners. We'll cover some cheap free games and... I think I have something to stick in the troll corner today. Ooh. Really? Was yeah. it that joke I told before we got on here? That was a yes. good joke. That, no. that joke was real good. Oh, that was but a leprechaun joke. Cliff and I encountered <laughs> something today and I would like to share it. That's Does it have to do with a sweater? Even I don't know what it is. Hmm. Okay. He'll remember but first, we talk about what we are playing. I'll go first this week. Go, Adam, go. So, in hot, fevered anticipation of um, whenever it is released this year, and I'm hoping, crossing my fingers, it's sooner than later, I am replaying Ori and the Blind Forest, oh. Definitive Edition. So, I cracked that open the other day and decided I was going to start playing that again. And I'm already farther in the hour and 55 minutes that I've been playing this go around than I think I got in the first two weeks of it the first time. I um, played that game the same way where I, I started it probably 
three or four times before I actually finished it. Mm-hmm. Such a good game. And that opening sequence, man. <sighs> even even knowing how it ends, I know. that's heartbreaking. It's so rough. Yeah. Because um, Ori's just a sweet little thing. He just wants to help everybody. Mm-hmm. Little spiritual uh, kitty cat. Yeah, is that, yeah, we need to figure out what an Ori actually is. It's adorable is what yeah, it is. Because I have decided I want a tattoo of Ori somehow. On and your then nose. On my nose? Yeah. <laughs> you heard it first here, folks. It's. I don't think I'm going to do that. I don't think you That's should. That's a commitment. Why not? God, that game would be so gorgeous, though, with like those like really purpley, greeny backgrounds with a, <laughs> like a white Ori mm-hmm. in front of it. Or kind of skin-colored Ori, I guess. But. Well, no I, no, I would go white. Even though white is the only color that you cannot have removed by a, a laser. Really? That color will not come out. All colors, I think all you might will. be far enough down the tattoo path to I've not have white. to worry about... Uh, yeah, I don't Getting care. something removed. I really don't want your crap. nose. Except if you get on your nose. I'm not don't get on one nose. on your nose. Um, It'd be so cool. <laughs> yeah. So get the oh, I can do yeah, the like Jumping over his eyebrow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> God. That's the word. What was that man thinking? Oh, I know. It, it doesn't matter because he'll kick your... You could say kick your ass. It's yeah. Fine, but he will. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I don't your care. face tattoo is stupid. It'll knock you out. Like, nah, he's got a pretty cool fast face tattoo, doesn't he? Now, let's just cross our he? fingers he's not a game player and listens to our podcast. He could guess. If anyone he says could. his face tattoo is stupid, they get knocked out, and then his face tattoo is pretty cool now, isn't it? Uh, no, it still good... does not make a cool tattoo. No. Then he knocks you out, and you're like, yeah, you're right. Your face tattoo is pretty cool. See? That's now I change the, your mind. I'd be the idiot who's like concussed on the ground and just go. It's still stupid. He's still he's still got some speed. Adam keeps getting up. And Mike Tyson keeps knocking him down. I don't I think it's stupid. Yeah, someone's telling me you're not getting up after one of them. No. one of them punches. <laughs> you could punch me. I probably would get back up. Yeah. I, I don't think I'd take a punch. Yeah. I, I would I, I'm sure cry. if he punched me, I'd, I'd die. Like I would legitimately die. I'm like I'm about Mike Tyson. <laughs> he, he has a video game. It is it is relevant. Okay, it's relevant. Um, so yeah, so I'm playing that game and I have decided that unpopular opinion time, I don't think, okay, maybe it's not an unpopular opinion. This is a fact. My hands do not like the Xbox controller. And that's just wrong. I know. And it only happens when I play the Xbox controller, not with the Nintendo pro controller, not with the PS4 controller. This part of my hand right here, the grip for whatever reason, I'm not, I the I don't funny know. thing is, is it that's hurts. the exact part of my hand that hurts if I use a, if I play on the Switch or if I play with a PS4 controller. I wonder if it's just what you're used to. Here's the thing. I've only been playing Xbox and Switch since hmm. Spider-Man back in like September. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So. It could be the button layout too. It might be. Well, and it, I mean, frankly, it could just be, do you have problems with games besides Ori? Oh, yeah. All oh. Expi- yeah. Oh, that yeah, sucks. Because yeah. I have a really hard time with games like Ori or like. Celeste that require you to a lot of movement, do a lot of movement, yeah. a lot of buttons at the same time, a lot of like, hey, I'm jumping and then going into a thing and then into a thing and then you know, like those make my hands hurt. Hmm. Um, even even Rocket League, if I play it, is too there much. a way? Can you get the PS4 controller to work on an Xbox? Is there any kind of weird? I think there's like an adapter kind of thing. It's like forty or fifty bucks, but it it's actually not worth it. Well, and it takes over like one of your. USB um, ports? No, it takes over one of your Xbox controllers. You, you have to, like, put the ID of that Xbox controller into the thing, and then it it's crazy. I don't remember okay. what it's called, but I've thought about getting it for my PlayStation, so I don't have to use the PlayStation controller. Thank you. Huh. You should invest in one of those grip strength finger dexterity trainers. That'll work. Are you I mean, telling the, me that my hands are too fat? Well, I... I, I think that no, they're just weak and yeah. non-dexterous. I mean, I'll be frank. Like, the the, <laughs> the kind of crappy part about... 
becoming a person of a certain age is that you, you go to places and they're like, oh, yeah, that's just because you're old. Like, <laughs> I literally went to the eye doctor probably two years ago and I'm like, yeah, I had this kind of weird thing like where I'm playing, like I'll play video games and like my eyes just get really tired after a while and kind of strained and mm-hmm. and I'm Cliff, like, you're 40. Yeah, and that's literally, he's like, yeah, you're getting old and that's just how your eyes work now. And I'm like, Oh, yep. And then yeah. I got a way bigger TV and it fixed, <laughs> and it. fixed it. Right? <laughs> so essentially, like, my TV was just bifocals for video games. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, it could just be that. Like, I right. mean, you know, it's a little touch of arthritis yeah. and you're, you know, who knows? So, yeah, my fa- my hands have never, I just don't like the PlayStation controller as much yeah. as the other controllers. I don't, they don't feel like, I don't, they don't hurt my hands to play. There's certain games where I think there's certain button patterns that, eventually tired your yeah. like tire your hands out but mm-hmm. i don't notice i control hurting after i play generally. i literally had to stop playing yeah. celeste it made just my hands just ache on the xbox yeah oh, okay yeah well that's fair yeah um so yeah so i'm playing ori in the blind forest again uh i downloaded a few other things that i want to jump into but i can't remember just because i was like ori yeah. so uh so i'm doing that i'm still doing tetris 99 nice. on the on the Switch. Well, just the thing. Like, if I can play that for two hours and my hands don't hurt. It's a way different movement, though. I mean. Is it, though? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're oh, not okay. trying to grip things. You're not trying to. Like, I think the one that does me is when you're trying to use, like, a button or a trigger and a button at the same time. Like, a, like yeah. one of the mm-hmm. bumpers. Maybe. And triggers at the same or time. Or, like, holding this one and doing this. And yeah. Then, mm, I think like. it's just it's just trying to do a lot of things at once. And especially when you're, like like gripping something like holding down a trigger right. and then doing other actions just like that's what that's what makes my hands hurt actually or you're just know. angry about something and you're you're, you're just holding tense so tight maybe, sure or maybe i just tense? i need to get through this <laughs> yeah. um but I'm, so yeah tetris 99 my highest is fifth place nice that's pretty, cool. pretty high yeah but i can't i want i want that sweet sweet number one spot I want you do to get it. that sweet, sweet number one Just spot. do it. Mm-hmm. I still haven't played it. I need to. That's so fun. Yeah. It's Tetris. I mean, it's Tetris. But it's just the the anxiety and adrenaline of like, oh, my God, they're going to throw garbage uh, at me. I love that so much. Yeah, it's fun. I think that really might like tickle my at, my super puzzle fighter itch. Oh, absolutely. Tickle itches, absolutely but. well. As someone who's a decent, I, like as someone who's a much better Tetris player than I am, I'm talking about you. Oh, um, I've still never done a T-spin. Um, Can't figure that well, out. I have. So <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm chalked that one up for a win. Um, I'm wondering, like, because if, let's say you've got to the fifth spot, so at some point 90 other players got knocked out before you, right? At some point does it kind of become, not? I don't know if easier is the right word, but there's a lot less people that can... A, be attacking you, or a lot less choices for you to have to, like... So I'm wondering, at some point, like, is it just, like, you're now just playing Tetris against somebody? Um, I guess it doesn't... Yes and no, just because it's still... For me, my and my guess is, the reason that the intensity stays up is not just because they're falling faster on your screen, which means you can send more garbage out right. quickly... The same, is, right? It's always you know, something's always verse. happening. Yeah, I just wondering because, like, a lot of the times, like when I was playing, like I would be doing fine, and then I would just lose because eighteen people targeted me. Yeah, it's like if you're number five and there's only four other people, that can't happen. Like you can still get a lot of garbage, but eighteen yeah. people cannot do it at one time. No, but five people, can. right? Yeah, but and I think you can only get quickly? so much though. Either, so I, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It just depends on how quickly they're they're blowing them lines yeah. out. So important question. Yes. What is a T spin? 
A T-spin is when you create a space for, you know, the little purple one that's got three along and then the two up in the middle, yeah. the T-shaped one. <laughs> yeah. Um, you create a space for that to go, and you're oh, able you to flip it, it in a certain rotate it way. at the last yeah. second, so it actually s- yeah. s- rotates into the spot that it normally wouldn't be able to fit in. And it be, and when you do that, it throws it extra auto- garbage. It automatically oh, triggers an attack. So it's a little. It's the so, only new thing I think they added yeah. for this. Which, but that's actually a common thing in like combat Tetris games. I think, from what I understand. I don't. If know. you've other, ever played oh, no, the, a different, as far as I know, Tetris the T spin was introduced in Tetris ninety nine. I don't know. I, was, I thought well, I, heard I did that it. I did it in Puyo Puyo Tetris. Though. Oh, really? Yeah. Did it? What, did it do yeah. the same effect where mm-hmm. you threw more crap at people? I believe so. Oh, well. Do do do. I learned something. Hmm. The, um, the more Adam knows. So that's really all I'm playing. That's Who cool. wants to go next and tell me about the bad games you're playing? I. Oh, I'm kidding. I don't play bad games. Oh, okay. I only play good games. <laughs> um, I am also playing Crackdown, which uh, Dylan's playing, so he can talk about Crackdown a little bit. But I'm still really enjoying it. Um, I haven't played a ton of it more, but I played played it for maybe an hour yesterday. It's a good Mm -hmm. time. I'm still playing The Walking Dead, which I hate with a blinding passion. Um, But I'm going to get through that game. We're going to record a podcast probably the weekend of, I'm going to say the 17th. Uh, Well, actually, no, that's I'm looking at August. But anyway, about that time, (laughs) like... Sometime in that general Another area. week and, and a half the, from now. The weekend of the 16th. So Sounds I've good. got like effectively two chapters of the five left. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get through that somehow. Um, but what I actually played this weekend is I played some three-player Anthem uh, on Saturday with uh, Colby and Kevin. And had just such a good time. That game is so – it's just fun. It feels so good to fly around. We played for – I'm going to say two or three hours, and I'm I'm sure that all the terrible things that people are saying about that game are true to, to some degree. I'm sure that if you look at this game super, super, super critically, there are things to hate about it. But, man, if you just go out and, like, fly around for a little while like Iron Man and shoot some bug bad guys and have a good time with some buddies – game's lots of fun it just it feels so good and it once you start getting combos like multiplied together like that's one thing i didn't really realize until you started playing it like i play as this um i don't remember what javelin he is but he shoots fire and shoots ice right Hmm. and so i can freeze bad guys and then like someone else's character can come up and punch them and shatter them and you get a combo for that um, and there's a bunch of different other ways to set up combos among your players that, you know, are, are just really cool. Um, one thing I did learn about that game this week, though, is that the bad guys you're fighting are bugs, but they're not giant bugs. They're actually giant bugs that are made up of a bunch of tiny little bugs. So they're like, I don't know, the Oogie Boogie Man from <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, Oogie I'm, Boogie Bugs. I'm having a really good time playing it. And, you know, maybe... 20 or 30 hours into it, I'll, the, the, the interest of being a giant flying mechanical man will wear off. But uh, although I'm actually a woman, so giant <laughs> flying mechanical woman um, will wear off. But I'm, I'm having such a good time playing it. Um, I think a lot of the criticism I've heard is that there's just not a lot there. Like there's stuff like the, the enemy stuff is generic. The names are generic. Like stories. Some of the story stuff is pretty – like the character stuff in Tarsus is pretty compelling if you go yeah. through and you talk to everybody and you learn and you read and hear and blah, 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 blah. But it's just there's not a whole lot else going on yeah. for it, which 
it's like, do you want to launch with absolutely everything? Because I think what the thing is, like, you had Destiny launch originally, which was just like, what the hell is that crap? Yeah. And then they had to majorly fix that. It was a broken, broken-ish kind of game. Yeah. And then, then you've got games like Apex Legends that just out of nowhere just boom, and it's flying perfect. And this just kind of lands somewhere in the middle. In the yeah. middle of, well, it's it works, but is it compelling? It's not yeah. broken, but does it work all that well? I think, like, I, and I have two kind of thoughts about that. <clears throat> One is that if you were playing this game single player or with randos that you weren't on voice chat with, it it may very well be far less compelling. Um, right. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, if you take yeah. out the whole. Yeah. You know, and but I think there's really something to be said for just, like, it's it's that kind of game where you can just kick back with some buddies and have fun. Like, it's not, yeah. it's not super challenging. I mean, it's challenging enough. Like, I mean, you die. But, you know, we've always been able to kind of rev res ourselves. And, you know, it, it's just, it's it's a chill game to hang out and talk to friends and play with. And, and I've had fun with it to that point. The other hand of that is, though, I think that, that you're really right in that if you're going to make a game as a service game, developers really need to start thinking about the fact that they can make a video game in three years. That maybe a game as a service game takes five or six. And we need to figure out a way. And by we, I guess the royal we. Let's me all and sit all down those and other talk developers, with them together, yeah. Um, need to figure out a way for that to work monetarily because... These kind of games, I think people are starting to get the expectation that, well, I'm playing Destiny 2 right now, and we're, I don't know, what, a year and a half into Destiny 2, and I'm expecting Anthem to launch like Destiny 2 is today. Right. And that's real. And, and the same thing when Destiny 2 launched. I'm expecting Destiny 2 to be as good As, as the least Destiny, where Destiny was today. when it came out, right? Yeah. And they're just not coming out that way. Right. Um, and so I think that they're going to need a little bit of extra development time. They're going to need a little bit extra polish. Um, but they're also going to have to have content plans that aren't, hey, we're launching. And then, yeah, in like two months, we're going to have more content. It's it's right. almost like we need to launch and then there's content week two and week right. four. And then you really maybe, should take the content and divide it up over the next month of its first release or well, something like and that. And have a content plan for probably, you know, probably the first two weeks just to get through those people that dive into that game and just power through everything. So they're getting content week two, week four. And then maybe after that, you can go week eight and week 12. But you better have a pretty solid content plan upon landing and not think, like, we can f- drop this game out there and then we'll figure out the end game. Then we'll figure out the balance. Then we'll figure out. And, and I have people that are powering through right to the end right. game within the first 48, 72 hours. And I don't know if that means that. I guess here's a question. Do you think that it's it's possible that AAA developers could launch a game in early access? Like, is early access something – like, we look at early access, and 99% of the time, early access is small developers making ambitious games. Um, we don't expect them to be able to do that. Do we expect – would we would we accept a $60 game that we're paying $60 for today and may not actually get out of early access for a year or two? Like is that I think something you think they they would do? Find, I, yeah, I think yeah, and I think I would much offered, prefer like, that. I think if they offered like some reward for that or some, yeah. you know, if you do this, you know, hey, we're yeah, not forty dollars now, sixty later, yeah, even something now, like that, sixty like, later or sixty now and the first year of DLC later, right? Yep. Yeah, whatever, something like that. Yep. Because I think like, that would there are definitely games that need to get played before they're launched because yeah. these criti- like yeah everyone's criticisms are right like they're not saying anything wrong about the game like your game should have these things and if they don't 
it, well, your game's not really done yet. Like, yeah. it, it's we live in a world where you can fix it after it's out. We used to live in a world where you couldn't, right? right. So it, it's not really fair either to the consumer to say, well, this is our half-baked game. Yeah. Like, right. But we also understand that it's going to be an ongoing thing. So ultimately, games can be better now than they could have been then, but it doesn't mean you can give us less now. Yeah either yeah. so and maybe it doesn't need like a you know arc was in early access for what like four years yeah um but how much better would this game have been if it had launched at the same time as an early access title with the goal of coming out of early access in may or june you know mm-hmm. do a you know we're gonna launch three month beta yeah, test and we're gonna have a three or four month early access and you know here's here's a deal here's some money here's it cheaper here's free dlc who knows what what those incentives are but we're going to get this stuff figured out without, you know, and, and have the excuse to be able to say, hey, guys, it's early access. We're working on this. Not, hey, the game's out. and Man, we're working really hard and real fast. Right. And by doing that, you give three months before reviewers really need to review your game, too. Yeah. Because you, say- you can do an early access review, but that's not really reviewing the game, right? Right. Yep. So it's like you're saying we're putting the game out now, but review it in three months. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we know think, how reviewing works. It's like you put the game out, we're going to review it. Because right? I don't think PUBG even got officially reviewed until it had its actual no. release. Yeah, most it. games don't get reviewed. Yeah. Most, most, some venues will do a venues. Some publications <laughs> will do a like an early access review, but most of them will not give a right. scored review yeah. until the game is actually out. So I mean, it would it would I would guess that if Anthem had done that, said, "Hey, we're going to do four months of early access." The scores for Anthem would have been significantly better mm-hmm. once it had actually come out. Right. I agree. Either way, I'm having fun with it. Um, now, let's talk about the other game that you played because I also downloaded Ooh, that yes. as well. And I totally forgot that I spent, you know, like two hours just kind of running around. It's in... good. The Division 2. Yeah. Um, I, again, played that with Colby and Kevin on Sunday. I think that's actually how my weekends are going to go for, like, the next couple months. We're going to play Anthem on, like, Saturday and the Division 2 on Sunday. Nice. Um, it's really fun. It's yeah. very much the Division. Like, I... I mean, if someone had just told you, like, hey, here's here's a, I don't know, a DLC pack for The Division. It's set in Washington, D.C. now. Would you have picked up that game? Yep. And I'm like, yep, this sure is The Division. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, very much The Division. I really liked it. The thing that threw me for a loop. So my friends Miles and Larry were in town this weekend, and I downloaded it uh, Friday night. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to tool around in it a little bit Saturday, like midday. Yeah. I was running around, and I'm like... I like it, but there's just something that's so off about, like, this is the division. I can tell this is the division. What is what is so different? Oh, it's not the dead of winter, yeah. and I'm not in the middle of a snowstorm all the time. And it was really, 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 really weird running around lush green-like fields and wooded areas and foliage. Yeah. And it was everything was very much alive, whereas the previous division, everything was very much dead. Well, and kind of sunny. Like, that first base you yeah. go to that they have, like, this huge, like, open... I don't want to say market, but effectively like yeah. a big open market on top of a building. Like it's sunny outside. It looks like you might just, you know, like the first thing you unlock, they're like, hey, dude, we unlocked the barbecue. So now you can barbecue there. And I'm like, that's, that's great. Um, I'm actually really glad that games have gotten away from every game having the color palette that runs roughly from like mud to dark gray. <laughs> like I really like that games have realized that they can have color and that it will right. make them less impactful right but i had a really i had a really good time with it i actually just got an email uh from ubisoft saying like hey thanks for playing the division the actual game comes out in you know nine days or whatever and i was like oh 
yeah, I really would like to play more of that. It, yeah. it really hit me as like a, oh, that would be fun to play to play some more of the divisions. So yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. But man, if you, I guess the thing is, is if you like the division, you will like the division two. Yeah. If you did not like the division, it's the, the same thing. The yo, division so two, don't. Yeah, might not be. I I do think that. The bad guys are slightly, and I'm, I'm like slightly less bullet spongy than they were before. Especially, especially the like non-boss characters. The, oh, the, the non-boss characters, yes. The boss seem... characters, I was well, even the the non-boss characters, yes. I was like, you know, four or five shots, they're down. Yeah, and, and if you can get a headshot, like that's the thing we actually figured out. Like the best way to kill these guys is like aim for the body mask and just kind of like the recoil take mm-hmm. you up, and so you go like bam, bam, blink. Um, bam, bam, blink. Bam, bam, blink. Oh, there's the combo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the boss characters are definitely still spongy. But, but like that you, boss character in that one in that first area yeah, where you had on covered the in like metal and armor, and like you you almost understand why they're yeah. a little bit. I don't know. I like I like it's kind of explosiony now. There tends to be just like weird gas cans scattered everywhere that you can blow I know, up. I was and like, I shot. I'm like, I'm going to shoot this guy, and I totally missed him. But there was still a giant explosion behind him. Uh-huh. So that caught me off guard. Yeah, but it's fun. it's been fun though. Like it's it. a game that I mean, I think it comes out what March fifteenth. Yeah, say. if you if you bought the massive pre order, blah blah blah, you get it on like the eleventh. If you bought something else, you get it on the twelfth or thirteenth. And then the basic releases on the 15th. On one hand, I'm like, I want to pre-order it, but it comes out on Friday, so I probably won't play it till Saturday anyway. Yeah. So I may as well just. Yeah. And I'm out of town on the 15th. Yeah. Anyway. So. so yeah. Whatever. Um, you know, actually, one thing that is cool about it, though, um, I did notice, I think it like might have even actually popped up something to tell us about it when we logged in with multiple players, is that like me and Adam and my brother got on and played. And Adam was like level 24. And me and my brother were both like level I'm going to say like 12. I don't even think you were that high. Yeah, well. It was like something ridiculous, eight, but yeah. Whatever. And like in my head, you think what's going to happen is that it's probably going to bring everyone way down, like way down. And instead what it did is it averaged all the bad guys out at about level, I don't know, 20, <laughs> 21. And so me and my brother were just getting annihilated. I mean, Adam was like constantly having to come back and heal us. Um, it was real bad. And in this game, if you're playing with people that aren't on your levels, it will temporarily raise everyone in your party up to your the, the highest person's level. So oh. if you were level 24, it would have temporarily raised both of us to level 24 so we could actually play together without having to die all the time. But would you have gotten – you wouldn't have gotten level 24 loot or drops. You know, I'm not really Who sure. Knows? Probably not. Um, or maybe they, they would be that. level 24 then and they would drop back down. Like I don't know exactly how that would – I don't – because of the – levels in the division and the way you do damage and stuff are all based on your gear. Like, hey, I got these new knee pads and all of a sudden my gun works better. <laughs> um, I don't know how they're going to manage that right. exactly and how loot will work, but it's really nice to be able to play with folk that aren't your level and still be competitive. Oh, I think that's cool. Folk. Cool. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, Division 2 is out the weekend of or around the 15th. Thereabouts. So there you go. Dylan, what are you playing? Uh, I did play significantly more Crackdown than I had the last time mm-hmm. that I talked about it, and it is significantly better the more you play of it, I think. Okay. Um, and I find that while still a criticism is like kind of, I think, how you traverse everything early on, it does get remedied when you start building your skills up, which isn't necessarily a good thing because if people don't play the game long enough yeah. to... For it to feel good, then that's a problem. So yeah, I deleted it off my Xbox. Um, I'm like, I'll play it another time. Other than that, I don't 
I don't think there's a lot of room. To, it, it's a fun game. Like it is. It's just a fun game. Like as I've said before, like the story is not what you're there for. You're there to just blow stuff up. And would would you say quack quack mother duckers? Yes. Yeah. A lot of quack quacking. Um, but yeah, it's fun. It it really is just more crackdown, um, and it looks better. Um, I tell you, it's a summer popcorn movie in video right, game form. Exactly. And, and once you get your abilities up a little bit. Like, I can jump real far now. Yeah. And, you know, then double jump and then do, like, one of your in air, like, pushes. And, yeah. like, and once you get, like, the double push, you mm-hmm. can really start doing yeah. what you feel like Crackdown should be. Yeah. But I, I do think it took you know, not too much time, but I mean, nowadays it's so easy to be like, yeah. well, I can go play something else. Let me just click the menu and click yeah. on a different mm-hmm. game. I think you, about like, two hours in, that game yeah. starts feeling great. Um, yeah, because I just went down and chased agility orbs, and then yep. then I started feeling a little bit better. The only thing that bothers me is when I'm trying to like climb up a building, and then you like n- hit your head on a windowsill, yeah. and I'm like, really? Yeah, right. you're not going to jump That's around. That's where it that. got real, right? Like that <laughs> that does bother me because that happens often. But at some point, you like jump so high now that you like don't have to scale up buildings because you like jump on top of them yeah. and then jump on top of the next one. Yeah. So it kind of eliminates that from happening, which. My brother beat it, and he says by the end, of, like the end part of that video game, you're a superhero. Right, like you're just jumping from, yeah. you know, yeah, you're just just bounding across the the whole city. So. See, that's why I like Assassin's Creed, uh, at least Odyssey, because when you're climbing up a building and there's mm-hmm. an awning or something above you, it's the game. They're really smart when right. they made that yeah. game. Like your character the, will look back and jump and reach and right, pull himself yeah. up and over. And I've experienced that in a lot of games like uh, Shadow of War and stuff. Those games are really good at that. So I think you kind of expect it, and then it just didn't happen, and that felt really bad at first. And then you kind of work around it, but then you get some of the bigger like rocket launcher type weapons, and you're like, eh, "I'll just get cool. the building out like, of the way." I got the like, rocket launcher uh, last night. So it's, it's great. Uh, like it, it starts getting to be a lot of fun, and yeah, some the the combat encounters can be. They're not super challenging, but some of them are like there's a lot of enemies, so it's like you gotta. I find that they work for it a little bit, so really fast too. Yeah. Like you go from like, hey, I like I just did the mission where you have to like break down all the mining machinery, yeah. like where you take down like five or six different mining, and I'd like take out the first part of each one from a distance, and then you have to kind of get up close to get the other ones. And it goes from like, oh, hey, there's a couple of bad guys, like boom, boom. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like one of those mech walkers come up and a couple of guys in a Jeep pull up and start, you know, yeah. shooting missiles at you. Like those, the encounters to me go from like, I can handle this, like, oh, oh no, I yeah. should probably like hop away and reevaluate pretty quick. Right. So, so this is slightly off topic, but have you guys seen the new Shazam trailer? Not the newest one. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know if that movie looks, that movie doesn't look appealing to me. I am so excited about that movie. Like, I am super hyped for that movie. I think it looks hilarious. Uh, but there's a part where he's like, they're trying to figure out what his superpowers are. They're like, can you, can you jump over, you know, tall building in a single bound? And he's like, I don't know. And like jumps and like looks like he's going to make it over the building and instead just like slams through the window on like the 20th floor of a 35 floor building. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hey, sorry. Looks real good. Real good. Yeah. That's all. All right. Superheroes for the win. Cool. Sorry, I'm also working and doing other things at the same time. Stupid Go work. me. Multitasking. Um, all right. So that's what we're playing. If we're not playing something we should be playing, well, that's what we were playing. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash bite me podcast. If you would like to help support our show via some hard cash, I'm into it. Totally into it. Or soft cash. Like... Or, or, oh, I can't say that. But anyway, cash. You don't have to give us, like, bars of cash. gold. I mean, doubloons? 
I Spanish think the, doubloon. I think yeah, the, gold bullion. <laughs> bullion. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Should we should we read out the name of our producers? I only accept rupees. <laughs> rupees? Yeah. Oh, are we Zelda? No. Are we Link? No. Or are we Indian? India. <laughs> I just want some rupees. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, for as little as a dollar a month, all the way up to our producer level, when we say thank you to our producers. Y'all are wonderful. Mm-hmm. Alan Schulte. Hello. Mr. Austin Palmer. Mm-hmm. Jack Irish. Jacob Frank, who just graduated from the police academy. Congrats, Congrats. to him. Congrats. Joe Cole Jr., Kevin Schuld, Tom McDermott, and, of course, Vinny Ciampa, who actually just became a Twitch affiliate today. Congratulations. Congratulations. I want to meet Joel Cole Sr. Maybe. Maybe. maybe what if it's just happen. a clever name? <laughs> JCJR? JCJR? Yeah, what if, what if he actually, like, his, what if his dad wasn't uh, actually Joel Cole? Joe Cole. He just <laughs> wanted to be junior. Yeah, I mean, hey, that works. Yeah. You can do that. Of course, you, you can do anything. Too. Yes. From now on, he is Dylan Hubbard Jr. Yeah. I like it. I'm Adam West. Esquire. Esquire, Esquire. the fourth. <laughs> I don't even know. Sure. It's good. Um, yeah, thank you guys for uh, the support. And like I said, that website, again, is patreon.com slash podcast. And also, no matter where you listen, make sure you rate us and review us and help us get our podcast out there in the ears of more people. I think we're a five. I know we're a five. Yeah. We're trying for that 10, though. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so, all right. Is that that? That's that? that? That's cool. It. We have a few things to talk about. Thanks for bullet pointing out this stuff. I, I'm very professional this yeah. week. Yeah. Let's see if it uh, if it helps me not f up yeah. terribly. But the section is called news. Yes. Okay. So Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yes, that's the name. That is, I believe, right now the only Star Wars game like in production, which is absolutely ridiculous. I didn't all the know. other ones burnt to the ground. Yep. I thought they were all done. No. So this is the one being made by Remi- or Respawn, the okay. folks that actually just launched um, Apex Legends. Mm-hmm. So it is the the one that has managed to hold on and not get canceled. The one that was at EA Motive got canceled. The one – I can't remember if Motive was the one that Amy Hennig was working on. But I think another – I think there was three at one point in time and two of the three have been canceled. And this and one has – just one. Has, yes. Has somehow managed to actually keep in production. But it's powering um, through, so. Yeah. But it's supposed to have a great story, you think? Yeah. And so Why? the uh, – Chris Avalone, who was the writer of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2, Fallout 2, and Fallout New Vegas, which is arguably the best story of any of the Fallout games, has been confirmed as being a writer on this game. And he's been writing for it for about a year and a half now. Um, but it barely just came out. So hopefully that means that this will be – I mean, I think that Respawn has made some very good games. And they've even made some good games with good stories. Like I really liked Titanfall 2's uh, single-player story game mission thing. Um, and so I think they've proven that they can make good video games. But I think having a really talented writer on staff for – especially something like a Star Wars game um, – I don't want to say that Star Wars games have a higher expectation, but with you, it, with it, with the history that it's got, there's the so thing. much going on that you kind of have to have somebody that can tell a great story, but still keep it all together. Well, and because you know you know how good the the Star Wars story is, you know you've seen the Do movies. We know? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I can never like Star Wars is is a real blind spot for me because I can't ever decide if if how much of it is just nostalgia talking. Um, 
it could be all of it, but man, I love all of those stories. Oh, yeah. So, but at the very least, you're you're familiar. It's a with compelling them. story. It's a compelling story. It's you know, I I just hear like you know the first of the you know John Williams theme, and it just like my heart just kind of goes like oh. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> did you guys see the the five minute like supercut trailer that I want to say uh, Topher Grace Topher Grace put together. No, for what? It just it's like, kicks. It's like a trailer of the whole series. Yeah, it's like it, him and a buddy, and his buddy, that's what he does professionally. He makes trailers. Yeah. Spent like like their wives went out of town, so they spent all weekend making a five-minute supercut trailer using every released Star Wars movie. Um, huh. It was good, and the entire time I'm watching it, it was just like like it's like ooh chills. It's that's how that's how Star Wars works for me. So it's really good if you haven't seen it. But anyway, yeah, no, I'm I'm super hyped for Jedi Fallen Order. I don't think there's actually a release date for that yet, but my guess is like one of those like late 2019 or it might be. Watch, we're gonna get right up to the starting line, and they're just gonna and we're canceling. My guess is Apex is gonna blow up so much that they'll move that team to work on Apex, (laughs) and then it will get crushed under the weight of dollars and cents. Could happen. So could happen. It would not be the first time it's happened. And, you know, I'm going to skip down. So since you brought up Apex, I'm just going to skip down to that story in our list here. Um, Apex Legends, the reason why that's not that far off of an idea is because a lot of people are already playing Apex Legends and it's growing. A lot. Yeah. They I want to say that I that the first was it the first 24 hours of the first week of release or whatever. They had 25 million downloads in just the first week. I think so. I know the first day they got over a million. Right. Um, But as of. Uh, I think yesterday, like March 4th, they passed 50 million. That's so, crazy. That's, a, that's a month. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So since February 4th, they've hit 50 million unique people playing that game. Or, I mean, I guess it could be 25 million people with two totally distinct accounts. Who knows? Um, Still. Yeah. Crazy that's a lot. Crazy amount of people. It took uh, Fortnite almost four months to hit the 50 million player mark. Um, Fortnite is still way bigger. Fifty, well, yeah. like Fortnite, I think stands well over two hundred million mm-hmm. unique players now. So, I mean, Apex Legends, and I mean, who knows? I guess the question is: is how much space is there for two massive battle royale games? Well, I don't I think there's space for two. Yeah, yeah, I do too. That's the that seems to be the thing. Sorry, it, for a while there, because what's PUBG's PUBG player Fortnite? base? Fortnite. What's that? It's smaller than it was. I mean. I think we talked about this, I'm going to say two weeks ago or three weeks ago, that maybe there is room for all three because they serve three kind of distinct right. audiences. But, I mean, you're already seeing Fortnite potentially start to steal stuff from... Yeah, because they're already talking about doing the, the respawn vans or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I just don't know how this all works out. I really don't. Like, I couldn't... If, if you asked me to say... Which game is go- of these three is going to be huge a year from now? I w- it would not be PUBG that I would pick, but I don't know if I would be able to pick between well, the other two, or if there's just space for both of them to be successful. I think there is, and why I say that is, until this game came out, PUBG wasn't challenging Fortnite. No, right. And when a game can actually challenge the other game, that's going to make both games better. It's not going to cr- one's not just going to die. PUBG was kind of it was significantly different than Fortnite was or vice versa however you want to compare them but that's more that's more for people who want that hardcore survival experience even though I don't think it really simulates that very well at all but um I think 
Apex and Fortnite can go head to head and make each other better because yeah. they're going to introduce ideas that the other one can say, that's actually a good idea to make these games better, mm-hmm. rather than saying, that better idea beat us so we lose. It's like, no, they're going to share ideas and and both games will be better for it because they do serve different different audiences. So here's a question. Let's say that there are a finite number of video game players in the world, About right? six billion. But, but I mean, people that actually play yeah, video yeah. games, when you have two games that are taking up hundreds of millions of players, what does that do to all other games? Like, at what point do games like that start impacting the success of other video games? You know, when does that right. start pulling players from Destiny or Anthem or, I mean, Probably Anthem, has. Anthem yeah. did not launch well. It, it uh, apparently has actually sold less than uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, which is bad. Um, yeah, yeah real bad. Um, so how much of that is that the game's not good and that the game got crappy reviews? And how much is it that those folks are already playing Destiny 2 or playing Apex Legends? Right. You know, like when I, – I don't know. Like I don't think that's actually true. I 100% don't think that's actually true. But at what point in time do – we realize that there are literally a finite, finite a number of gamers, and a lot of them are busy playing two games right. that are free. Well, I think part of that is true, though. Is like there's a lot of people that'd be like, "I'm just gonna play Apex Legends. I don't need to play Anthem." Like, mm-hmm. yeah. it's like they're not they're, you're not seeking a game, therefore you didn't pick Anthem up. And I can I can save sixty bucks by not right. doing it, and it's free. So it's, yeah. everyone like I have this game, and it's fun, and it's polished, and it's a good game. So I'm not looking for anything in particular. And then Anthem comes out with lukewarm reviews and you're like, eh, yeah. I'll pass. So But it's like but it's like you said, there are there are people that literally only play yeah. Fortnite. Yeah. They only right. play Apex. They only play PUBG. So there's that market. But the rest of us out here, I also think the video game market is growing. More older people are playing, you know, the games are more accessible than they've ever been yeah. and they're continuing to be more accessible so i think that as long as that audience for gaming overall grows not everybody's going to get sucked into just these do you think fortnite and apex are like i mean air quote gateway drugs to other video games like i mean these games are pulling in really young kids that yeah. maybe gamed casually before but i think that you're seeing a lot of and minecraft was the same way where minecraft is pulling in younger and younger people to play video games all the time do you think people will eventually get bored of those and go on to play other video games Possibly, or yeah do they stop playing after they get bored of Fortnite? do they I, I, you know like i said it's it's purely. It depends on a what thought. the next. Yeah. It depends what? on what the next iteration yeah. of either this genre yeah. is or gaming overall is, and if it still hits that sweet spot yeah. for them yeah. to continue on. Well, I think in Fortnite's case, because it's accessible on literally everything, like you're playing that on. People are playing that on their phones. Oh yeah. yeah. Therefore, those people can say, "I now want an Xbox." Yeah. Whereas people playing Apex already have that. Therefore. They've probably that probably wasn't the first game they played. How long before right. Apex hits cell phones? Yeah, I mean, right. It's going to happen. Yeah, you think? Oh yeah, yeah. I think uh, yeah, a hundred percent. I would actually, and whether it hits cell phones via a, you know, they actually launch a version of Apex for cell phones, or if we're going to start seeing things like Google Stream or Xbox Stream, just make them playable on cell phones. I, I don't know which one will happen first, mm-hmm. but I mean. With PUBG and uh, Fortnite being on cell phones, I don't think there's any way that Apex isn't on cell phones. Interesting. Yeah. 
Cool. Well, there's that. All right, let's jump back up here. So uh, there's been a lot of it in the news, and it seems to be getting a lot of attention because it looks really good and everybody's really impressed with it. Days Gone. Uh, it's a PS4 exclusive that is coming out in April. I want to say April 3rd. Thereabouts, Somewhere yeah. around. Um, interesting tidbit, according to this article from IGN, it effectively has two full-length movies in it. Yeah. That's insanity. So it's a 30-hour game, and six full hours of that are cutscenes. Why? I don't know. I I will be honest. I am really, really lukewarm on Days Gone. Really? Uh, Why is that? Because I are you just I, done with the zombie thing? No, I just none of the trailers have been really impressive to me. Huh. Um, and I actually read a review, or probably a preview of it yesterday, because it's not out for a while. That said, it's really fun, but it's like the most generic AAA game you've ever <clears> played. Like, there's just no. There's not a lot there. So see, I've heard that it's the AAA. It's called AAA, the AAA game, yeah, or something yeah. because it's done by a smaller studio. Well, Sony Ben's not small; they're a big studio. But I mean, like, it's not. It's got all the. It's got everything in it. They check like, all the boxes all. for a AAA game. Yeah, yeah, it's got it all. I mean, maybe it'll be fine. It's a PlayStation exclusive too, so I, I don't know if that's something I'll hop on immediately. But uh, like. I've been hearing really mixed things about people play. Either they say, like, it's a lot of fun, but there's just, it's like a really, really fun cardboard box, or it's just not fun at all. So I don't know. I, I'm really interested, but man, six hours of cutscenes, that's a, that's a lot of cutscenes. That's a lot of cutscenes. Mm-hmm. What does that, what does that boil down to? What's six out of 30? One fifth? 20%? 20% of your gameplay is going to be watching, watching videos? Ugh. I mean, 20% of your main campaign is going to be watching videos. I think, is there a multiplayer for it? But there's all the side quests, all the blah, blah, blah. Like, there's all kinds of all the extra stuff. gagging you yeah. do. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Depends on how quickly you get them done. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, maybe we'll there's see. multiplayer. Who knows? Sounds like a lot of, lot of cutscenes for me. Yeah, and it's, I want to play my PlayStation more because I love PlayStation, but I just haven't played it much. Yeah, see, and that's, that's kind of my, that's kind of my thing is, is like, that... PlayStation exclusive for me actually means that I, was, I don't remember who I was talking to about this the other day. Like I, I don't have any. Like they're fine. It's yeah. absolutely fine. But every PlayStation exclusive I've played in the last year or so, all have a very samey feel to me, um, and it's a samey feel that I don't like. Um, hmm. I don't know what that is. I wish I could. The controller. It's part of it's a controller, but part of it's just the way they make single player games too. I think. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I don't think I'll run out and buy it, but maybe when it gets cheap. Cool. Um, speaking of Xbox, we might have a name and a release date for the new discless Xbox One. Um, it's the all-digital, what, streaming-ish? Discless. There's, do you think it's going to be, no, not streaming, but it's like the for Game Pass. It'll it's be basically digital, a Game Pass machine. It's a Game Pass machine. It's digital yeah. only. So the question that I have right now, actually, is one of the things that they announced with this was they were going to do like a physical to digital buyback program. And Mm -hmm. I haven't heard anything more about that. So I hope that actually happens. I would love to exchange all of my physical media for not physical media, but yeah, this is, it has no, no hard drive. So everything you buy is either off game pass or is off their digital store. Um, It will be called the Xbox one S all digital edition, which is terrible. <clears throat> it's really Excuse dumb. Me, terrible. It's so bad you gagged. Yeah, it, literally. I <laughs> uh, started joking. It's it's not great, but whatever. Um, they think that uh, pre-orders will open up in mid-April, and then it'll come out in May, which is right pre-E3, which might or maybe they'll be interesting. 
I don't know. I like we'll have to see how that comes out. This is all just rumored at this point too. Right. Like there's there's no hard and fast. But that it's supposed to be less than two hundred dollars, which is pretty awesome. And can't you pick up just a regular one S at one ninety nine? I don't think so. Not reliably anyway. I think they have been that cheap, but I think because Mar- I know I bought I bought an Xbox One S with a game for one eighty nine. Granted, it was well, Black Friday see. sale, but it was like let's so. see the Xbox One S. Yeah, it's about two fifty retail. I'm. Yeah, I mean, I'm seeing Best Buy. It's two fifty. Uh, Microsoft Store. It's two fifty. Hmm. Um, Amazon has one for two eighteen. Walmart has one that's on sale for two oh six. So my guess is that it'll it'll be even less than that. You'll probably see it might even hit that like one eighty. Yeah, and my say. guess is that it's also going to come with a bunch of Game Pass. My guess is you buy it, you get three months yeah. of Game Pass or six months of Game Pass. That would be cool. And probably, I mean. If they're smart, what it does is it comes out at two hundred bucks, and it's got like six months or a year of Game Pass and Gold included. Right? Yeah, hmm. that'd be make it that'd make it worth two hundred bucks. Like not like I'm not going to buy one, but are you sure? Because you've got every other I, version. I do not need I guarantee he will have. I one. do <laughs> not need four Xbox Ones. Don't you though? I do not. Okay, we'll revisit this conversation mid June. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Maybe if they bring that payment plan back out. Oh, did they con- did they discontinue yeah, it? Yeah, they're, they're, it's coming back though. So not that I need one because I'm like, why? I've got them all. Uh, no. You will also have one. No, no, nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Adam nope. said nope we'll a lot. See. Adam says nope almost as much as I do. It would be kind of cool to have one in my bedroom. <sighs> <laughs> a two hundred dollars streaming machine in your bedroom? That'd be all I right. don't need that because my TV and everything downstairs where my Xbox One X, like I, I've fallen asleep on my couch more in the last two months or two, yeah, two, three months and woken up at, after playing a game, woken up at 2 a.m. and just got upstairs to bed. My oh. couch is hella comfortable, so I don't need one in my room. I, uh, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. <clears throat> all right. So uh, next, the Friday the 13th game that we all thought was dead and gone and never coming back is evidently on the way to the Switch. In the Friday the 13th, the game Ultimate Slasher Switch Edition. Why? What? Okay. Sidebar. <laughs> what is up with the naming like convention of games and systems lately? Like, they're ridiculous. Yeah. Why? You know, I, and that's without even talking about things that are in the Warhammer universe that often have two colons. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Warhammer is ridiculously well known for having, like, blah, 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 colon, the blah, blah, blah. Colon the Again. blah blah blah. <laughs> That's stupid. Yeah, I, this is terrible. Friday. It actually reads a little bit better if you read it the right way. Friday the Thirteenth, the game, Ultimate Slasher Switch Edition. Yeah, but I mean, every game is the ultimate whatever edition. Like, yeah, like why? that just means it comes with stuff that was previously separate from the original release. Of I don't game. understand why it couldn't just be Friday the Thirteenth, the game. And be on the Switch, and then when you go into the description, yeah. like, oh, hey, it has all the DLC. Well, everything's right. the Switch edition, though, if it's yeah, on the Switch. It's just dumb. I guess it's marketing. Why don't they just call it Friday the 13th, the game, Pets? I think it's a great idea. Anyway, it comes with uh, yeah. all the previous released content and DLC, including the Jason Kill Pack, the Counselor Clothing Pack, and the Emote Party Pack. The only thing you don't get is uh, there's some, like, Kickstarter rewards you could get if you're a Kickstarter backer. You, there's no way to get those on the Switch, apparently. Wah, so, wah, wah. Whatever. Um, the odd thing is, is it doesn't appear that they've, like, figured out their legal battles. Like, there is still legal problems around 
the Friday the 13th name that's preventing them from making new movies and making new stuff on this game. So I don't know how this game got released unless it was just a, hey, we're not putting anything new on it. It's just existing stuff. But, I mean, it was ported. Like, the folks who did the original game are not bringing this to the Switch. It was done through a port studio. So I don't know. Hmm. They didn't ask me. I thought it was weird. But... (laughs) I'm. I can't say that this game has ever been interesting to me to begin with. You know, I've watched Vinny play it a bunch, and if you're into that type of game, it's it's probably great. I'm a hundred percent not into that type of game, so whatever. But the the other game that like Dead by Daylight is coming to the Switch too. So again, not my not my yeah, cup of tea. They're fun to more, watch. Though. They just want more players. I I would. Guess. I'm sure. And, well, and, and you know, you've got twenty 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 five million switches out there in the wild already. Yeah. It uh, when and with kind of Microsoft and you know pushing a big pushing big into crossplay between the platforms, like maybe it'll work out for them. I don't know. Okay. Whatever, they're fun games to watch. Stream though, like I if you if you're not oh, yeah. into those games, go watch someone stream Friday the Thirteenth or go watch, watch someone stream Dead by Daylight. They're a lot of fun to watch. So. All right, skipping over that because we talked about it. Anthem uh, is crashing and maybe breaking PS4s. I've heard about this because um, I was listening to a podcast. I think I was listening to the IGN uh, podcast Beyond, and one dude was talking about how he was playing Anthem. He's like, and my PS4 crashed. You know, the interesting thing is is that actually happened with The Division 2 to me. The Division 2 actually hard crashed my Xbox. I had to, like, literally go all the way. I had to stand up and go turn it all the way off. No. And Well, I mean, more just like I've never had that happen before. Right. Like, I've had games crash on my Xbox before, yes. but never crash my entire Xbox. Is the OS, is, the, like, the, the, is, is the OS on the Xbox, like, the user interface, is it a little laggy sometimes? You know... I I really wonder if there has been an update recently because I've been noticing that games on my external hard drive, like when I go into my games thing, it's taking a long time to like pop up all my games, and I, but only it's it's games on my external hard drive. So I don't know. Um, I've noticed some things, but I can't quite pinpoint what it is. Something yeah. seems slow in some way. But you you want to ever like the the coolest thing I've ever noticed on my UI, and this is just a dumb like stupid thing that I. I don't know why I even noticed, but put on headphones and then go to your game library and go oh, yeah. from the right to the left, and the 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 click noises mm-hmm. are actually in stereo. <laughs> so the I've ones got, on the left will yeah. go click 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 click. I've got an Atmos soundbar. Oh, and so you can hear it, on and that. it's like it literally goes over my head. It's so weird. It's really wacky. <laughs> I really like it. But anyway, anyway, so yeah, over so, on the PS4 side of things, Anthem is crashing consoles and even bricking them. And the bricking is very, very, like, word of mouth. Hey, this one guy I read about on Reddit said it was bricking my console. Um, it, it probably what they're meaning is that the game is hard crashing your console, so you have to literally go either, like, hold down the button to turn it off or, like, un- actually unplug it to get the game going again. But then apparently the PlayStations are doing, like, five-minute startup checks to, mm-hmm. like assess the health of your PlayStation after it happens. So they may be using bricking in a very... Uh, they loose, see a blue screen. They yeah. go with blue screen of death. No, it's not that. Yeah. It's a just... Bricked really means that your console will not start back up. So I, I would I would really... I'm actually shocked that this is happening just because I would think that there would be a big enough layer of abstraction between like the PlayStation OS and what games can access that a game wouldn't be able to... Like do uh, like say a buffer overrun on RAM that would cause it to crash, or I would think that the the system would protect itself from what a game could do, 
and it doesn't look like that's happening, which is which is interesting and strange. It makes me wonder if Bioware did something tricky that they shouldn't have been doing. Like, you hear, like release a broken game? I know. Well, you'll hear about that on like iOS every once in a while that, you know, like an or Android, like an iOS or an Android app made calls to something that they shouldn't have been making calls to. And it'll crash systems and stuff. So it, it kind of makes me wonder. But apparently Bioware has no idea what's causing this either. They've literally reached out to the community and said, like, hey, if this has happened to you, we need your crash data. We need to know what kind of system you're running it on, when it's happening, where it's happening. Apparently it's it's a problem. Hmm. So, Which is weird. Anthem has run great for me on the Xbox. I've had zero problems. Uh, even the beta, it ran great for me. Oh, my so. beta was terrible. My beta, my, The beta test for me when I did that or the demo, the VIP demo crap. And, well, like, and you had really bad rubber banding, right? Really bad. The funny thing is, is Kevin did too, but only when he was playing with randoms. As soon as he got in a group with me and Colby, it was fine. Oh, weird. Weird, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right, final last bit of news. RIP PS Vita. It's officially done as of just a few days ago. Yeah, no Mark, more production. March you know, barriers? Huh? You know, barriers? No, because evidently I'm only one of 10 to 15 million people with one. Yeah. I, I thought it sold way more than that. Yeah, um, for something that was supported for what? And eight, it's there. Almost eight years. I think this came out. Well, not quite eight years. It came out December of 2011. Yeah. So the Wii U didn't even make it that long. No, no. That's actually. I mean, time wise, it was a pretty good run. And I. And plus, you got to take into account before that was the PSP. I think that which if, I kind of count in the same. Yeah, I count PSP and PS Vita in the in the PSP Go. I count that all as one kind of iteration of the sure. or, or different iterations of the same thing. I think that if Sony had released a updated version of the Vita, say two or three years ago, right as the Switch was hyping up again, mm-hmm. that was cheaper like you can't I, that's the, the reason i don't own a ps they Vita, were always cost prohibitive yeah is i'm not going to spend 250 dollars on one yeah. like i'm just it was not. it was always as as much as buying the playstation yeah like and that's why i never really got one i was but kind of interested but it they seemed expensive yeah if they'd figured out some way to make even like a, a playstation vita light maybe like maybe get rid of the back touch screen I, I i think you need it for some games so i don't know but you know if they'd figured out a way to make one that was like 180 bucks um, and like you know, repushed them into stores and repushed out a marketing campaign and showed all the you know the hundreds of games you can play and really shown like how you can play your PS4 games on your Vita and your how you know all that stuff. I think that they probably could have sold a bunch more. I think it was just like they gave up a little bit too early. Like maybe the the both of those were a little a little too early, mm-hmm. um, especially for their price points. Because I do like, I mean, when I do use my PSP, I like um, being able to play my PS4 games from anywhere in the house, yeah. basically, on my second screen. I really like that. It's really handy. Well, and I think they cut out PS Now support for the Vita way too early. I mean, that happened, what, probably two years ago? It's just silly. Yeah, it's kind of dumb, but good good going, guys. What do you do? Yeah, well, evidently, you end production. Yeah. And that's that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all of our news. Uh, next, dear listeners, we come to you with some questions, and we kick things off every week with this guy. Hey, yo, Vinny. Yeah. What happened? Well, we'll tell you what happened. He is now a Twitch affiliate. Yeah, you should go follow Vinny on Twitch. He actually does very entertaining streams. I actually watch him a lot, twitch.tv uh, slash devinster, all one word, I believe. Um it's, he's really good. He does a lot of – lately he's been doing a lot of Dead by Daylight. He's been doing a lot of um, 
Resident Evil 2. Does he yell at the screen like I do? No, he's actually oh, okay. his 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 streams are real chill. A lot of fun. I've like I said, I've I've, I've seen him him do it quite a bit. They're they're fun. So. And you get a subtle Boston accent. A little bit. A little bit. Yes. I'm into it. Especially uh, and if his parents do a run in, that's when it gets good. Yeah. Oh, do they show up? Every once in a while they'll come into the yes. room. Yeah, and they, they definitely got an accent. Yeah. Um, all right. Vinny wants to know what is your what is one of your favorite video game accessories of all time? For example, the Xbox 360 Vision camera, the Xbox DVD remote, etc., etc. I have et no cetera. idea what an Xbox 360 Vision camera is. Yeah, they used to have like a webcam that was. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Specifically for the 360. I didn't know that it would have that fancy name though. Yeah, yeah. I didn't either. Isn't Vision camera like? Of course. It does seem kind of redundant, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Hmm. I guess. I mean, I don't know. What, yeah, their their of, new system's called what? The Xbox One S, the system, the movie, the... <laughs> whatever. The ultimate game game. For games that game. They, the they should have named it the arcade. Like, I actually really like Xbox, Xbox Game Pass Switch Edition. <laughs> so looking forward to that. That's going to be good. Um, if it happens. Anyway, favorite video game accessory of all time. So I can't claim this is my own, um, but Mansox made a very, very valid point that the best accessory of all time is the Nintendo Power Glove. Oh, duh. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I never had one. Yeah, I never I didn't experienced either. that, so I can't answer I had that. Rob the Robot. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I had to rob the robot. It was really dumb. It's okay. Mm-mm. So that's um, not a good answer. Then. <laughs> probably my favorite peripheral was um, the Wii Balance Board. Um, at the time, cool. that was really cool. Um, and you could do a lot of cool Wii Fit stuff with it. And it was... It was like, pretty interesting. It worked pretty well. It worked pretty well. You could do, like, I've played, like, even, like, snowboarding games on it and... It was cool. Every time I saw that, I'm like, no, I'm going to twist something, fall down, break something, hurt something, not be discovered for a week. And my it's daughter not an imbalance board, Adam. You're supposed to. <laughs> they find Adam stained. dead and bloated in his living room. Right. And my yeah. cat's just like, what? I was hungry. <laughs> his his wee character just like, hey, are you okay? Right. Adam, are you there? Adam. Yeah. No, I thought that was that was a really cool accessory. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I didn't. I'm. I've never really gotten a lot of accessories for any of my systems. Like aside from like a third party controller, you had that or dope. Uh, you had the Switch controller. No, it was a Wii U controller that was like see through and neon. That was cool. Yeah, but again, like yeah. aside from like a third party <laughs> controller, that's really and everybody made fun of me for that because it was an Afterglow brand controller and people were like, oh, you're gonna return it in like three weeks. I, I when I sent my Wii U to my brother when I got the Switch. I sent that with him. He still uses it. I was trying to remember the name of that Everlast album. or No, who's, that, who's the Afterglow? Nothing but the Afterglow? Yeah, anyway. I don't know. Do, Third do, Eye Blind? Do, do, yeah, it could be that. Do, do. Anyway. Do, do, yeah. Do, do, um, so, yeah, I, aside from some controllers, like, I really like the Afterglow brand controllers for whatever reason. Oh, but... I'll say my favorite one was the, uh, the Mad Cat's wireless controller for the GameCube. That was my oh. favorite. That was my favorite one. It was really, really good. Mm. You can't find them anymore either. Oh. It was like, it was weird because it was a little smaller than the original GameCube controller and it had grips on it that were more like, that were more ergonomic for sure. Um, and it almost felt like you were holding, I don't, I, I don't know. It just felt yeah, like a very ergonomically good. precise, just right controller. Yeah. So much for the Afterglow by Everclear. Uh, and that's actually how I felt about my Xbox One S controller. Like, I do not know what the difference between an Xbox One controller and an Xbox One S controller is. Like, I could not 
tell There's you a subtle difference. But God, it's subtle, and it's they're so much better. Yeah. Like I don't know if it's weight. Is the S I don't know and if it's the X grip. controller are they different? No, they're the same. Oh, then yeah, I probably yeah. Like it. It's they just feel a little better in your hand. I don't know if it's like controller. I maybe I like my Elite controller. Um, but I don't know if I like it. I don't know. Mine's a little bit borked too, but I don't know. Did you say borked? I did say borked. Oh, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. What's your favorite accessory? I'm 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 struggling to dictate what the we're considering like peripherals and what are accessories. It doesn't matter. I think it's all the same. Um, there are no I rules guess I here. could name a few. Uh the duck hunt gun. Oh, oh the light zapper. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Just because the technology. Um, it still kind of blows my mind that the way that thing works. Yeah, yeah. Do you, explain it because I think it's really uh, cool too. Because it actually it is responding to the light flashing from the TV and picking it up and registering through the gun. So it actually works like in reverse. Yeah, like, like every other frame. Yeah. is a grid on in Duck Hunt. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Uh, it's neat. And then uh, the rumble pack for the N64 controller. Oh, another good call. You would plug it in and then your controller would now rumble. Yeah. But wasn't it huge from what I remember? It wasn't I mean, it was small. Well, it had that huge slot in the bottom of the controller and you'd shove this this giant pack in there. Right. They are varying sizes, I yeah. think. Um, Do you guys remember back in the day, um, I'm trying to remember which one of the Game Boys it was. Maybe the Game Boy Color that wasn't backlit. So you'd get those accessory packs that had like the big magnifying glass. Oh, yeah. had one of those. Yeah, the and, like, original the Game little, Boy, the same thing. You yeah. put that and there was a magnifying glass and it looked and like you were looking through a weird bubble. Uh-huh. And yeah. they had like the little lights that you'd uh-huh. like plug into it so you could actually like see what was so happening, bad. right? Um, the Game Boy adapter for the N64 with Pokemon Stadium, oh. you would plug it in your N64. You could put your Pokemon game in, then use your Pokemon from your Pokemon game in Pokemon Stadium, or you could play Pokemon on your N64 on the television. That's cool. That was pretty cool. Does does the game chart count as a peripheral? Yes. Because that yeah. was pretty dope. Yeah. And then I guess uh, Guitar Hero controllers are pretty dope, oh, too. Oh, good call. I never played Guitar Hero. I played... So much Guitar Hero and so much Rock Band. I loved both those games so much. And they, I bought the new version of it, and it just just didn't quite hold up, honestly. Yeah, those, original, those original ones are just better. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what it is. Like, it was fun, but it just wasn't as fun. I think they uh, lost their zest yeah. somewhere. Oh, well. Hmm. Good. All right. Well, thank you for that, Vinny. Uh, Joe Coleslaw wants to know, what game ending hit you in the feels? Does it have to be a game ending? I think it could just be a game. <laughs> is oh, okay. It, is it? Because uh, I'm like, there's a few. There's a few that hit me right up in them feels real hard. Yeah, yeah, Was it, uh, is it? So the opening of Ori hits you in the feels, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, the opening to The Last of Us. Oh, geez. Just yeah. gutted. Gutted. Same. 100% same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, those are the two that hit me right off the top of my head. Probably the, the biggest for me is Firewatch, and I can't really tell you Meh. what happened. Oh, see, man, like, you should go back and watch my live stream of that, because I live streamed that entire game. Do you cry? I do not cry. Okay, I'm just checking, because I will watch that if you cry. That game hit me hard, really I hard. I you cry. Um, like I said, I can't really tell you when it happens, but it's towards the end of Firewatch. Something happens, and it's real sad. Um, oh, not the ending of Firewatch. The yeah. ending of Firewatch is whatever. I was whatever. like, what are you talking about? The ending oh, of Firewatch yeah, is sad. that one yeah. thing when you come across the one and you're like, uh-huh. oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. That, that. That was hard. That was really hard That's for me. Fair. Yeah. Do you have feelings? 
<laughs> I mean, Red Dead 2. Oh, jeez, Red Dead 2. Oh. Because no other game really matches that, Go. really. And then uh, Detroit Become Human lately. Like, I'll, I'll throw that one out there. That one didn't emotionally, like, it didn't affect me as emotionally, but mm-hmm. it still was kind of, like, there was something there, mm-hmm. so. There's, um, there is a scene in the new Spider-Man game. Uh, after I believe after you fight Doc Doc Ock or Doctor Octavius or whatever, and you have a a vial of something that you can give someone, um, there's a scene that happens there that is just brutal. Um, yeah, so that one hit too. God, there's a lot of good feeling games. I can't remember the quote from Red Dead. Like, yeah, oh, there's a. I, I don't know. I guess we won't spoil the end of Red Dead. But there's a, there's a quote that Arthur Morgan says in that game that makes the ending of that game way worse. Like, I, <laughs> my, my brother sent it to me yeah. after, and I was just like, oh. Yeah. Oh. It's okay. like a, a bittersweet thing, too, because it's like. Yeah. Yeah. It is. God, that game uh, is so good. Uh, go, go listen to our, like, seven-hour spoiler cast on Bite Me DLC for Red Dead if you want to know what we're talking we talk about. We about about 10% of the game. God, right. so good. Um, so there was another, in Final Fantasy VII, there's a character that oh, yeah. I want to say isn't, well, I oh. mean, it's not a spoiler. Isn't she killed by Sephiroth? I think so, yeah. Yeah, and, like, everybody lost their mind. Same thing like, happens in Final Fantasy III. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Like, yeah, so there's those feels. There's a lot of feels out there. Chapter three of The Walking Dead, they just decided, like, hey, we don't care about pacing at all. Let's just kill everyone. I, I played The Walking Dead <laughs> chapter three yesterday. It's like, is there anybody left? It's just me and Clementine now, I think. Oh, no. God. It's terrible. Wow. Well, there you go, Joe anyway. Cole. Thank you for that. Uh, Mansox wants to know, what's your favorite Girl Scout cookie? And as he put it, the actual question is, what's your favorite Girl Scout cookie? And if you answer anything but Samoa, you're wrong. <laughs> Oh, those are my favorites. They're my favorite too. Okay, there's only three. No, there's no. like six, no, there's only seven. three. Oh, okay, oh, sorry. <laughs> there's Samoas, Tagalongs, and Thin Mints. Yeah. Tagalongs are the peanut the butter, peanut covered. butter, yeah. chocolate the covered, chocolate peanut covered peanut butter filled ones. They're okay. I like those a lot too. Yeah, those are. Good. I don't dislike them, but they're just okay. I like anything with peanut butter in it. Oh, to me, I like Samo- Samoas, Samoas, Thin Mints, and then get out. That's a great movie, but I'm not leaving the studio. Can I can I like be honest about Girl Scout cookies? Like I buy. <laughs> can we get real about Girl Scout cookies? Can I not lie to you about are, Girl Scout? Are there cookies? actually real Girl Scouts in them? Um, it's well, like a the, Sweeney Todd thing. No, it's it's the Adams Family. They it's still Tim Burton. It's really good. <laughs> You've seen the Adams Family? No, and it wasn't Tim Burton. No, you've seen the Adams Family movie though, right? A long time ago, yeah. So when I was like a bunch four, of Girl Scouts, a bunch of Girl Scouts come up and they're like they're having a lemonade stand and they say like real snotty like Are there any lemonade? Is there actually any lemons in your lemonade? And Wednesday Adam, played by Christina Ricci, just looks at her and says, "Are there any Girl Scouts in your Girl Scout cookies?" It's real right. good. <laughs> but anyway, I buy Girl Scout cookies every year because I think the Girl Scouts is a terrific program they're and I really like awesome. to support them. But I think Girl Scout cookies in general are just kind of meh, especially for how much they cost. Like, the thing is, you can go to the store and get, get equally same. good cookies for half the price. Yeah. 
But I buy them because I and like to I support do the girls' twice cows. as many cookies yeah. as the average person. Therefore, exactly. I like half price cookies. Like Thin Mints are are fine, but literally you can go and get like Keebler Thin Mints, right. and they're like two bucks. Yeah. So I, yeah. I support Girl Scouts. I mean, I bought I don't know twenty or thirty dollars worth of cookies this year because I think they're a good organization. But Girl Scout cookies are just okay. Samoa ice cream though is mm, that's so good. good. I'm into it. It's so good. Yeah, you can buy it at the store. It's delicious. Thanks. I'll look into that. Do it. You can. <laughs> Two can. All right. Thank you, Man Socks. That's that. For okay. Uh, let's see what we got here. We got some cheap free games to go over for you, and I need to get into my Twitch Prime and make sure Twitch Prime and make sure to add that, even though I don't like that one game. Uh, Twitch Prime. If you are an Amazon Prime subscriber, that means you've got Twitch Prime, correct? Yes, it is All free. Right. So you get Star Vikings Forever. I don't know what that is, but I like the name of it a lot. Bad name. <laughs> It's like, let's take three random words out of this hat. Did you know that's how Stone Temple Pilots was named? No. Yeah. They were originally STP, and then they got sued by the oil company that is also named STP. And uh, so they literally just went to a dictionary and picked a word that started with S and a word that started with T and a word that started with P. I would have gone with super toilet paper, but that's That was just also a good option, yeah. <laughs> um, also, the Kingsbird... I, I'll show you the Kingsbird. I That's watched the Kingsbird the other day, and it looks really fun. Okay. It's like a kind of a, a momentum-based platformer. Looks good. Okay. Uh, Kabounce. <laughs> That's fun to say. <laughs> Is that the tie-in movie? It's to a platformer Shazam? on a stick. <laughs> it's a what? It's a platformer on a stick. Kab- it's a multiplayer pinball sports game. I don't think it's... I like my idea better. Yeah. Um, and then probably the worst game... I have ever tried to control in my life is called Snake Pass. Oh, so good. I know it's adorable. I just can't control the crap. I cannot control that you piece of crap. You can't wrap your head around it? Oh. I'll be here all it's day. Good. It's I'm good. sorry. You couldn't hear my eyeballs rolling. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad game. Snake I do not like the rolling? way it controls. I just don't. How do you control? I can't. Oh, okay. Whatever. There. Um, Humble Bundles. Let's go through that because we're an official Humble Bundle partner. You can head to bitemepodcast.com slash humble. Yeah. And we've got links to all the nifty Humble Bundles that are currently going on. There's some good stuff this Mm -hmm. week, too. Like Like the Humble Indie Bundle 20. Yeah. So this is the 20th Humble Indie Bundle. The 20th anniversary. Of the Humble Indie Bundles. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, Dream Dream Daddy's in there. Sorry, spoiler, but now I want it. (laughs) (laughs) I really want to play it, too. So uh, so in the pay-what-you-want list or level of uh, the the Indie Game Bundle, you can get the first tree, which actually is really cool. You play as a little fox. Uh, Tangle Deep, which I don't know anything about. And Among the Sleep, which is the creepiest name for a video game I've ever heard. I don't know if it's actually a horror game, but that's fine. Uh, and then Getting Over It with Bennett Foddy. Have you guys ever seen this? It's like Quop, but you try. You're like a Did you say Quop? Du- yeah. Have you ever played Quop? It's a running game where you control. The is no. Adam yeah. has never played Quop. <laughs> you, it's a, like a flash game where you control every, like, limb of a runner using like QWOP I think and have to like get them all in sequence to get this dude running but getting over it with Benny Foddy is you're like a dude with a pickaxe like inside a cauldron I believe <laughs> and you have to like get your way yeah. over this giant mess of stuff it, it, it looks seems, interesting it seems fun uh, Tooth and Tail which is a fantastic um, like do you did you guys read the books Redwall like yes. the, the mouse books super I good uh, kind of like that but it's an RTS real fun and uh, then Dream Daddy which is a uh, dating sim where like you a, try and yeah Gay dating sim. Yeah, where you meet your your. It's, it was made by the Grumpy Gamer folks, I think. Sure, 
Sure. Um, anyway, those are in the the average tier, which right now is only three eighty one. So you can get up. Oh, I just paid ten dollars and got them all. There you go. Uh, and then uh, the ten dollars tier, tier is Overgrowth, which is kind of an interesting fighting game that has been in development since I don't know the beginning of time. <laughs> so. Grab that as well. That's a that's a good bundle. There's some real good stuff in there. That is really good. Uh, the Humble Bundle monthly bundle has been sort of announced. It's up for um, you can you can pre-order if you are if you not want. a Game Pass subscriber. This this bundle is awesome. Yeah. So next, uh, so this is the April bundle, uh, which you buy today through uh, the first Friday in April for twelve dollars. You can get. Um, What's this called? Uh, Northgard, which I know nothing about, so I cannot recommend or not recommend that. But then you can get uh, Mutant Zero Road to Eden, which is a super fun strategy game where you get to play as a duck and a mutant pig. It's real cool. I like it a lot. And you can also get Absolver, which is a kind of interesting fighting game with a soundtrack done by Austin Winery, which automatically makes it better than it could be. Um, oh. Both are super fun. Uh, both Mutant Year Zero and Absolver are on Game Pass, though. So, Have you played Absolver? I have not. It's really high on my list of things I wish to play, though. So, Yeah, is it now, is it like a, is it a one-on-one? Is it an actual game of the campaign? It is, it, is a, it is a game of the campaign. Um, I think you can play it co-op, though, I believe. Um, okay. But yeah, it's, it's like you actually fight... And we fight different people to get different fighting abilities. So it's almost uh, my understanding, again, this is just what I've like read and heard, is that like it's kind of like if in Street Fighter you had to battle another guy to get like Ryu's like, you know, Hadouken. flame thing. Yeah, Hadouken. You actually have to battle people to get upgraded fighting moves. So okay. I hear it's real fun. Interesting. Anyway, 12 bucks. You can grab that. There is that. There's also the Humble Bundle uh, Gaming Comics 2019 bundle. Yeah, so these are not video games, but they are comics about video games. Very Um, interesting. Yeah, it's kind of some fun stuff. I think if you've wanted to get into, let's say you're a gamer who's always thought like, hey, I'd like to read more comics, but you're not sure like what the right gateway is. Like you look at Marvel and you're like, there's a million of them. You look at DC, there's a million of them. You look at indie comics, there's a million of them. Maybe start with something that you're familiar with. So for a buck, you can get a bunch of Assassin's Creed comics and some Warhammer comics and some Dark Soul comics. For eight bucks, you can get um, The Evil Within, Dishonored, more Assassin's Creed, more Warhammer, more Dark Souls, um, a Sea of Thieves comic, a Quake comic, and a Tekken comic. There's probably a lot of booty in that one. Probably a lot of booty in that one. And for 15 bucks, you can get more Assassin's Creed, more Bloodborne, more Warhammer. Um, there's a Little Nightmares comic. There's a Wolfenstein comic, The Evil Within, Life is Strange, Dark Souls, and Dishonored. So kind of a fun little, like, gateway into comics reading. I I might pick this up. It looks kind of interesting. Yeah. So I had no idea that any of those games had comics, to be honest. So I'm just looking through them all. I'm like, wow. We, uh, we found out today that uh, – do you guys remember – I mean – or Dylan does because we talked about it. Um, uh, oh shoot, uh, Costume Quest, the the oh, double fine game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a comic of that apparently, but also there's an animated series coming out um, on Amazon Prime. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm kind of excited about that. Nice. So good stuff. Well, there's all your humble bundles and cheap free games there. Uh, let's go to Game Pass. New games for Game Pass coming in March this year. What do we got? Yeah, I don't actually have the dates for these. They don't all. Oh, apparently these. Yeah, here we go. So let's see. Oh, here, here we, we go. go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Just Cause 4? Yeah, that's what? the day. I know, right? I'm that super, just came out. I'm super excited. Just Cause 4 came out in January, I want to say. Wow. And I really wanted to play it, but I didn't want to pay $60 to, yeah. for it. <laughs> well, crap. Yeah, so that's out today, March 6th. Uh, go play oh, it now. Yeah. Now! Uh, Lego Batman 2 is also out today. Which comes with a, a high recommendation from Mansox. Okay. That I do 8-Bit Bites with. 
uh, F1 2018. That I don't care about, but I bet you racing folk will. Love it. Um, oh, let's go play Forza now, instead. I thought this was already on Game Pass. I did too, so I wonder if but it got... Maybe it was a game with gold. That could be... You're right. It was a game with gold, I think. Fallout 4, as the game we're talking about, comes out uh, March 14th. No, it says returning to your Xbox and oh, Game Pass library. Returning. So yeah. it, it disappeared. And apparently. came back. Yeah. Fallout 4 is such a good game. It is such a good game. It's and it, it holds up really well. Um, and it also is moddable on your Xbox, so you can actually get um, mods for that game. So if you want to, like, the long game, but let's say you wanted to run through it real fast, you could literally give yourself, like, unlimited ammo and unlimited life and just run through the campaign. It's super fun. I really recommend that game a lot. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, so that and that is going to be on March 14th. Yep. Is that correct? Okay. Yes, sir. Sorry, I lost my – where did it all go? Okay, whatever. All right, so there is that over on PlayStation Now, which I keep forgetting I have. <laughs> I forget you bought a year of it too, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, well. It's fine because when I do go in and play, it makes up for – anyway. Yeah. Um, so what do we got coming? Yeah. Bunch of games. Bunch of games. Um, so. a, a Bastard's Tale as PS4, Battlefield 4 for PS3, uh, Black Knight Sword, which is, again, one of those kind of – Thrown together names, but whatever, for the PS3. Black Mirror for PS4. Uh, Dead Space 3 for PS3, which is not the best of the Dead Space games, but still a lot Black of fun. Black Mirror. That's the, there's a show. That's the Netflix like, show, yeah. Is it the, it's not the Netflix Choose Your Own Adventure mm, thing, is it? I don't think so. Maybe? That'd I don't be, think so, though. That'd be interesting. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriot, uh, the PS3 game. Mirror's Edge for PS3, which is a lot of fun. Lot Mirror's of fun. Edge is a great game. Uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition 2 for the PS4, which is also a lot of fun if you want to do a little... Uh, kind of multiplayer Patman, I believe. Uh, NBA 2K18, which is actually a pretty newish game, to be honest. It's a PS4 game. Pool Nation for the PS3, if you want to play some pool on your PlayStation. Uh, Red Faction for the PS2, which was a fantastic game, like, back in the day. Is it a shooter? Uh, kind of a post-apocalyptic, yeah, oh. kind of first, I think it's a first-person shooter. Well, that's fun. Uh, and then WWE 2K18 for the PS4, for all of our wrestling aficionados. Do it. Cool. Good stuff. Well, there's all your cheap free games yeah. of uh, this week. Thanks for uh, to Joe for passing that over, too. I always forget to look for PS Now games, and almost every month he sends them to me. Oh, so nice. I appreciate that, Joe. So there is all that. Um, do we have a Troll Corner? Yeah. All right. What is it? Because I don't remember. I've been trying to remember. Yeah, so yeah. while making a pit stop in the restroom today, <laughs> um, underneath the urinals in the, the men's restroom. You found a leprechaun. No, there's these, these little mats. They look like that, they look like what? like like formats, like formats for in your car. your car, right? I really like that we can get to Troll Corner, and it has nothing to do with video games. Yeah, because you just need to listen. Okay, okay. Because you've probably experienced these mats, but I don't know if you took as close of a look as needed to put them in the Troll Corner. I don't think I did. Um, one, why would you put floor mats under urinals? It's like carpeting your bathroom. It's just a bad idea. Like, like actual carpeted mats, not a rubber well, yeah. all weather mat. They're yeah, not really yeah, you, rubber. Yeah, they're they're, they're like, absorbent to some degree. Yeah, as I will prove momentarily. Um, but Did one, you steal one? one, why do you think like an eighteen by eighteen mat right directly underneath a urinal is going to protect the tile floor from pee? I just think mopping's a better idea. Like, if I'm why not? Mop, mopping's yeah. a better idea. Um, because some part of me thinks if you pee onto this porcelain and it does splatter it's one not going to be on that mat probably at all unless you actually miss the toilet and pee onto the floor do you think they move them when they do mop or do they just not mop 
But Ooh. this is where it gets I'm just astounded by this, this conversation that's happening weird. on our show. There's this actually a health and like a life indicator on the mats. I was looking at mine. I'm like, what's that little little white There's thing? Like a little but it's like too far strip. down. And then I like looked over at the one next to it. I'm like, and oh, it, was it has like a little red. red indicator. That's weird. So apparently, this mat tracks about how much urine it's absorbed. I'm I guess, or maybe it's like time it's been. To, I don't know. Yeah, it might be time, but still, like, it's just... The only way to find out, really, is to go and pour a cup of water on one yeah. and see what happens. I bet you there's an answer on the Google machines. No, that's not no, something that's, we're going to do. That's not how also, you test something. Also, they can be recycled. I don't yeah, know there's if they a can big be, recycle I don't sign. know if they can be recycled after they've been used, but they can be recycled. I'm... So... Go take a look. <laughs> I have a troll corner, and it's YouTube. <laughs> No, what? you're the troll. I don't understand what just happened. <laughs> but that's okay, it's amazing. Yeah, go is look. It? Like I'm, go I'm, pay attention when you're in there the next time. And I you'll be like, you know, this down. is really weird. Why it's why would floor? we put a sponge underneath the toilet to It's up there with people who have carpeted bathrooms. Right? I tell you, it's gross. It's like why? It doesn't really make And no no, I'm sorry if I just ear like offended no, somebody with a carpeted bathroom. Go rip it out. If, my if guess you is- have carpet in your bathroom, <laughs> go rip it out. I would I guess- remodeled a bathroom. That had carpet in it, and it was gross. Take it out before someone has to work on your bathroom. My guess is that if you have a bathroom that's carpeted, you know that you don't like it. Yeah, and I don't know why you haven't fixed it yet. Ugh. That's like that's like stepping over dog turd every time you go into your bedroom. Like, why would you do that? It might like, not pick be, it up. It might not be quite that bad. You know, so thank you for the troll corner this week. That wasn't. You're welcome. I'll be honest. That, that wasn't what I was expecting either. Not, but not what I was expecting either. I was expecting like some random GameStop scenario crap or, or something. Or, or no, game yeah. is good. Well, there's that. Um, anything else? No, no, no. Are we good? Are, are, I go pee though. <laughs> I know. I need to be real bad now. Thanks, Mountain Dew. Um, all right, that's that. Thanks for listening to our show. You can find us online at our website, bitemepodcast.com. Join our Discord. Uh, just add bitemepodcast.com slash Discord, and uh, that'll take you there. We've got lots of convos and chit-chat and stuff going on. It's good. Um, what else? I would, uh, I would say come to our Facebook group. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's been pretty busy lately. I'm trying really hard to, when I see... Like news that I know we're not going to talk about. Like I usually just dump that in Discord, but I'm trying really hard to dump that into the Facebook group as well. And it's been cool. We've had a lot of really good conversation. We had a really good uh, talk about uh, PC monitors yesterday. That was a lot oh, of yeah, fun. Oh, yeah, because you saw what was yeah. it, like 48-inch oh, ultra-wide. 50, that should be in the troll corner. 56-inch ultra-wide. It was ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. But, yeah. you know, there's been some good conversations there. There's like 30 or 40 folk in there, and it would be great to have 30 or 40 more. So and I, I think the thing is when it comes to monitors like that, by the way, I don't think you're necessarily using the entire screen The idea is that game. it's peripheral, but, right. yeah, I don't know. At it's, some point it's just – I don't think there's any no. real benefit. Like to if you were playing a flight sim or a racing sim or something like that, cool. But like a first-person shooter or something, that's just like – I would think it would make you really motion yeah. sick like with a first-person shooter. It would be VR. so much movement. The I don't same know. Thing. Yeah, same thing in VR. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway come, come join our group. Just search. I think it's facebook.com slash group slash bite me podcast. But I'm sure you can just search for bite me podcast in Facebook groups and find us as well. Yep, so. that's B-Y-T-E me podcast. Yes. That's it? That's That's it? it? That's it. We will see you next week. We love you all. 